Hello and welcome to another episode of Defy the Norm podcast. Today it's our full moon. I'm going to do a little solo cast on uh, what an amazing week I had in soul, uh, in heart chakra healing, in forgiveness and love and all that good stuff. So let's get right into it. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with nomads with a purpose. All right, so let's talk heart chakra today. So before I actually get started, I have to say uh, where I am because it's pretty darn amazing. We left yesterday from our uh, home base in Polson, Montana and headed towards uh, the Custer Gallatin Forest. This area is uh, something we've wanted to explore for a really long time and we're finally making time to get here. But the reason we haven't explored this area, and if you're not familiar with Montana or Northern Wyoming, this is the area that's on the northeast corner of Yellowstone. And to get into these mountains and do some hikes, it's long dirt roads to the trailheads. So for this trip, I said like, Victor, can we just take both vehicles? If we have Momo, our class C, it'll be great because then if you have clients, you can work with your clients and I can take the truck and go rock climb or hike. And so for us, it was a big deal because it's a lot of extra money and you feel like, oh, I'm wasting so much or I'm spending so much or whatever things of regret and whatever the stories are that we tell ourselves. And some people are great at not even telling them these stories. I, however, tend to be extremely frugal and I'm working so hard on not having that uh, mentality all the time. So we brought both vehicles and we thought the the negative is this hike that we wanted to do. We wanted to do Mystic Lake. Uh, this hike that we wanted to do, there's not that many campgrounds around. So in the end, we still had to take Momo down a seven mile, nine mile, and it was really long dirt road, washboard road that I think it took us about an hour to do the last mile. And we had already driven pretty much all day. So everybody was a little grumpy. Well, the fires to make it a little bit harder because we're trying to get up and get going early to do this hike uh, because the smoke was really bad by last night. But so far, we woke up in the forest uh, to fairly not super clear skies. We're pretty, pretty clear skies. Birds are chirping. The creek's running right next time next to the motorhome. It is amazing. And I have my recording studio in the truck. So let's talk last week. On this, my solo cast, I talked about how uh, we were going to a concert. It was a big deal because my brother uh, and his friend were flying in and my mom and her husband were flying in and we were going to go to this concert. And I got to say, overall, <laughs> the concert itself was a bit of a disappointment, mostly because uh, I'm working on not 
being such a control freak. And so I kind of just wanted to be the whatever person, you know, open heart chakra, sure, whatever you want. And it ended up that we at the campground, you know, my brother kind of planned all of it. And again, I have no, no bad feelings. I, I didn't know. And he didn't know either. But uh, normally, I would have probably over-researched it. I know definitely Gabby would have over-researched it beforehand and had an, I got an idea of like, is this something we will like? Is it, um, what's the camping situation? I probably would have worked harder to find a uh, actual campground because it, this is just a huge concert. We had, I think there were 50,000 people I heard went to this concert last year and that was its first year. This year, they said it was almost double. I don't know. I'm guessing it was anywhere between 70 and 80,000, really. And just the number of crowds, it's just not my style. Uh, the music was okay. We found one or two bands were pretty good. But overall, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't my thing. And, and the number of people, you're just dealing with such long lines, lines for everything. And that is definitely not what I look forward to doing. So... To start off that weekend even worse, now keep in mind, uh, I really haven't seen my mom. I saw her once uh, for 15 minutes when we went to San Diego, but I really haven't seen her in over a year. Uh, it's been hard because we're polarized uh, on the division of what we believe is happening in the world. And so if I'm on the health freedom side, you can imagine that she's probably taken things that I'm against and she's probably, she's, she's voted different ways. And there's, there's a lot of, there was a lot of anger and a lot of hurt over the last year over being, um, you know, having different truths. Okay. And you, you probably have people you interact with this way too, where there, there's no convincing them. And if you, uh, it's, it's been a hard journey to just let that go to, to not, I remember, feeling maybe in uh, probably last summer well definitely up until when we decided to rent a home base feeling like um well kind of the fear of not trusting that like there aren't other people who know the truth and there aren't um it it just felt like me against the world and then I realized over time over the summer that wow there are a lot of other people who feel like I do and you know that's a root chakra issue and a little bit of sacral chakra like you need to feel safe and secure and you need to know that there's other people who think the same way as you and for a while I was surrounded by only people who bought the narrative only people who um like really truly just trust their doctor too much. Not to say every doctor's bad, but the majority of doctors are pushing meds and not working to have your best interest at heart. And that's hard for, that was hard for me. And then I realized over time that, you know, the majority can believe that and it's, I will still be okay. And my family will still be okay. And um, that's something that I'll, I'll be continuing to talk about because it goes a lot deeper than just saying like, oh my gosh, well, everybody's, tr- everybody's believing this one story and eventually they're going to be coming knocking on my door and how do I navigate that? And, you know, things, things can go really deep, but today we're talking about heart chakra for, and forgiveness. So we're going to stick to the fact that like, I, I, uh, took a deep breath when, before my mom came and said, you know what, I have to treat it as like, what if this is the last time I see her? What if, you know, she, 
uh, she has a different backstory than I do too. And, and I have a different mindset that I can take my own trauma or my own hurt and I can look at, at, at a gift that I, I received those hardships in life to make me more resilient. Actually, I think right now I look at the hardships I've had in my childhood, the hardships I had growing up, how to, I think of it in terms of like, I was born for this moment or those things created this moment. These defining moments that we're going to have this year and next year, probably for the next four years, these defining moments, they're going to make all the difference. That, that thick skin, that resiliency, that adaptability, those are all going to be amazing tools to have. And so I look at it like, instead of like, you, you know, you never provided me a stable family. You always acted selfishly. Instead of going, you, 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 I can look and think like, wow, thank you. Thank you for, uh, you know, forcing me to grow up faster than I, than I thought was fair, because now I have this other insight. And, you know, because I had a certain childhood, I decided to raise my kids a different way. I'm really grateful for the way I've raised my kids. And, um, you know, uh, because my mom's had multiple divorces, when things get hard between me and my husband and I want to just walk away and say, that's it, I'm going to go find somebody else. I realize, no, 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 I'll just carry this problem with me to something else. So to another relationship. So it, it forces me to stay in the arena. It forces me to keep, to keep fighting or to keep trying. And then, so on top of that issue, we had you know, the house we rent in Polson, Montana, we rent from my uncle. And my uncle is unique. There, I've never met anybody like him. And so my brother was coming up. He hadn't spoken to my uncle in many years because they've had blow-ups. And since I've studied so much about chakras and practiced so much mindfulness, in summary... <clears throat> Both of those men are so similar, they can't get along. Now, if you ask them, they don't see anything similar about them. But what, what, they, what I hoped that they recognize is that they're both really successful, hardworking people, self-made men, okay? But the thing is, is they don't see their difference because they don't understand Myers-Briggs and cognitive function. They are... One is SE dominant and one is SI dominant. So they both see, uh, and then on top of it, um, it's pretty much all of their functions, I think, are um, trying to think through their functions. I'm pretty sure all of their functions are opposite. But some of them are, sim are in the order in which they are, mo mostly the S function, as opposed to like I'm an N function. And so I'm going to see... I can see looking forward much easier. And they're in the present, especially like my uncle's very much in the present and my brother's very much in the past. But that doesn't mean my uncle is not carrying a lot of past hurt with him. So what happens is in these situations, my uncle's a very successful entrepreneur, um, ran a business, invested in a lot of real estate, has money there. My brother is captain of a fire fire station. He is um, extremely logical, follows systems ex very well, um, researches data. So, you know, if you're going to take the personality type of a captain, you want somebody, you don't want a maverick, 
Like someone like me would never be a captain, would never even be able to have that opportunity because I'm too much um, about using my own intuition and problem solving in ways that might be unorthodox. Um, so for a fire captain to become successful, they need to have a very thorough understanding of how things are done and be able to be extremely efficient in their delivery of that. Now, an entrepreneur, you know, has to be very good at seeing, at also problem solving. So they're both great at problem solving, but an entrepreneur is flying by the seat of their pants a little bit more. But what makes an entrepreneur so successful is see a need, feel a need. They can see the issue at hand. They can see the problem and they adapt quickly and make it happen. So in a lot of ways, these two guys are so similar, but in their way at which they approach it is different. Now, the other part is that I think, I don't think this is limited to just them. I think a lot of people today are so caught up in their own hurt, but kind of oblivious to the fact that they're caught up in their own hurt. And so what's become a problem between why these guys hadn't talked in so long is because for years and years, my uncle walks into a family party and he'll say like, hey, how are you doing? Well, this and then goes immediately into what he's doing and how his business is doing and his own story. I know now from cognitive function that it's not, well, and chart chakra. I know that it's not that he means to. In fact, he really does want to hear how your life is. He has a he has a trauma or a past hurt or something that causes a loop in his brain to constantly run into a wall that goes back to his his own hurt. Like he, he I see it. He'll start to listen for maybe you know, on a good day, maybe an entire sentence and then and then goes into his story. But then the weird thing I've noticed by living next to him is that the next day he'll come back as if he's processed what I was saying so in the moment he doesn't he doesn't process or his his throat chakra just goes into his story but something is happening there where it must process maybe it's subconscious pro- processing overnight in his sleep he'll come back and talk about that thing and let's not kid I'm not kidding you it's not like it's a normal dialogue there's still something there but but by noticing by noticing it by noticing how his throat chakra is expressing his heart chakra, I can just have more forgiveness and a little bit more patience in like, there's something deeper going on here. There's something that he's not recognizing, but he has good intentions. And if we, the point is to see those intentions in people and to provide enough opportunity. So in this scenario with my uncle and my brother, I said, you know, Travis, I tried to explain to my brother before he came up. I'm like, man, you got to just like, just, just let it go. So there's something, there's some pain there. Let's just try to keep it on the present moment. Don't let it go to the past. And uh, another part of that is that because my uncle goes back to his story, he tends to repeat it over and over and over again. Whatever is relevant to him right now, it's a pond, um, Last week, it was probably an employee at his business. It was, it's always whatever is pre- in that moment, and it gets just repeated over and over, and nobody has patience for it. I mean, it's not to say I do either. So I've said, we need to just direct, you have to be ready to direct the conversation 
to other things because you have to know that this is what's going to happen. And you have to say like, okay, okay, I got it. You told me that story already. Or you told me, yes, I know. Let's, let's talk about this instead. And he has a good heart. He usually will say yes, yes, yes. So to work through difficult family members or difficult people in your life, that these things keep coming up, their ego keeps, keeps surfacing and they're, they're constantly trying to defend themselves and prove themselves. There's probably some form of trauma in there. There's a blocked root, uh, blocked, uh, heart chakra for sure. There is probably a blocked sacral chakra there too, meaning they don't feel worthy. If somebody comes into a room and is constantly telling you how great they are, guess what? They probably don't feel that great. So in order for us to heal the world, we have to heal these interactions, right? We have to start small. We start with ourselves. And, you know, for a long time, I just wanted to defend myself. I had a damaged sacral chakra. I felt unheard. And as I get better about healing that, I recognize that I have a choice. I really have a choice. I can walk away from that conversation. You know, we've talked about, I can move out. I can put myself in those situations less, or I can plan ahead and be like, okay, I'm going to need to direct this conversation, which I happen to be married to somebody who's so great at directing conversations away from negativity. And so I usually make sure, oh, hey, Victor, <laughs> make sure you're around after if, if you sense that, uh, this conversation's going the wrong way and he usually steps in. Um, but you know, you, you also can just walk away. You can limit the interactions with this case over the weekend. I, I was really proud of myself. It couldn't have gone any better. In fact, um, my mom was really grateful that I had said something because in the end I said, Hey, um, to my brother, Hey, like, we got to just let this go. Don't bring up the past. Just go forward. Let, like, as long as we let it go and let this be the starting point, and you can just see, like, just try to look at him like he's hurt. He's, he's lonely. He's hurt. And, like, you have to be strong enough to think that where you are in your life is exactly where you want to be and have gratitude for that. Then, then we don't have to go into uh, arguments and go into the past and, I can't even believe to tell you guys why they didn't talk was the stupidest thing because if there, uh, my mom and my grandma were really worried about catching viruses and I don't even think on this podcast that I've gone deep, but I'm not, it's not even my role to go there. Go listen to Andrew Kaufman, go listen to, uh, Tom Cohen, go listen to The Way Forward. Listen to all those. There are so many other people speaking out on Health Freedom for Humanity. Christina North, Christiane Northrup. That's not my that's not my role here. My role is to connect dots between what they're saying there and how do we have positive interactions with the people we do love, and and how do we be the, be be the change? And so they were so scared of catching a virus by going to a grocery store that. I took over grocery shopping. And let me just say for like, if, if it's hard logically for you to wrap your head around the fact that you can't really catch a virus, that think about the, I, I remember at first for maybe a week, still kind of believing or not knowing, and I hadn't really heard Tom, Tom Cohen or Tom Cohen and all those things. I hadn't heard them. All I had was intuition. I remember going in thinking like, okay, we're standing in lines we're, well, I don't use um, 
Purell with that crap, but other people were using hand sanitizer and they're doing all these things. And I'm thinking, well, I, I, I'm picky about my groceries. And so I, I remember picking up a bag of arugula and I'm like, no, 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 I don't want this one. I want the wild one. I don't like the organic one. And then I remember grabbing something else later in the store and then putting it back and thinking like, this is ridiculous. We are all touch. If touching things is going to spread it, like everybody, all the measures that they're taking are ridiculous. It's not going to work. And of course, we've been healthy and it's been, it's been fine. And, um, I walk out of my Trader Joe's with a bunch of, uh, stuff to do greens juice and vi a ton of vitamin C, a little echinacea. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep my internal world healthy and I'm not going to worry about this other stuff. Otherwise I would make myself crazy. That was the big thing. That was my intuition. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I feared what was be, what was on the surface of something on an, in the external environment, I would make myself completely sick of worrying what if and I'm like I've done that before in the past and uh, I don't know if I've ever shared my story with my home birth with my fifth but that 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 just brought back to that I thought oh my gosh with if I just worry all the time I worried through my fourth pregnancy so much that I ended up in a seat with a c-section and it was not the experience I wanted so with Tati by the time I was pregnant with Tati I was so much like F that. I'm not worrying about it. Like, I am not going to make myself sick ever again worrying like that. That is just not in the cards for me. But that that was a hard thing to to overcome. And in a way, it was more just a one day wake up and like, mm, I'm not worrying anymore. I'm done worrying. That's It's just not fun. I want to I want to enjoy my life. So I'm just going to choose not to worry. Um, so I took back to the story of the weekend. Uh, I had also had a talk with my uncle. Actually, I've had many talks with him because I said, look it, I was grocery shopping for my, my mom and my grandma. I left San Diego. So then my uncle took over the grocery shopping when he was in San Diego. And then he wasn't in San Diego. So he told my mom, have Travis do it. Well, my mom doesn't like her brother telling her what to do. She doesn't let, and he, he has a problem with telling, this is how you should raise your kids. You don't have kids yourself, but somehow you're an expert at raising kids. You can imagine that that causes a lot of conflict. So Travis didn't, my, or my mom did not tell Travis to go get groceries because she's like, no, don't tell my son what to do. I'll just take care of it. We'll figure it out. And so this is this is a perfect example of think of Jenga of layers and layers of opinions of how we think other people should live their life stacked on top of past hurt, resentment, anger, frustration, fear. Like that that tower was just about to fall. And this ended up being the last the last one, I think, is that they can't at the same time him saying uh, at the same time of like everything going on in the world him saying you need to tell Travis boom tower falls nobody talks to anybody for for months year almost and so I told my uncle told the story over and over to me over the last year while we're neighbors your brother wouldn't get groceries for your grandma that's because he hates her I'm like what the heck like how jumping to conclusions for no reason that he might dislike her because she says mean things too to him. And so here's this poor guy. I mean, he, he has his own 
his own sacral chakra blockages, maybe some heart chakra blockages, but he's a functioning human in society. He's captain of a fire station. He's obviously, obviously um, has some things put together. He's, he's, you know, we, we have to look at what, what people are good at and, and maybe look at them outside the relationship we have with them. Okay. So he's a good person. And whatever issues were coming to, to the surface here in this scenario, kept telling my uncle, I'm like, no, like Travis is a good person. He honestly, to start with, I just kept saying he didn't even know. My mom didn't tell him. You should have just called him yourself if we're going to use the should word. Why didn't you call him? And if I said, why didn't you call him? All he, his brain would literally go back to, Travis hates your grandma. Like, so so pay attention. Like if you really want to fix some, some relationships around you, listen to where the dialogue, if there's a, if the dialogue can't go from A to B to C in a, and really try to solve a problem, there's a trauma block. There's absolutely something that causes the wiring in the uh, neurological system to bypass an area that it should should be flowing to. Okay, and it'll come out in like these people like there's no logic. Travis, you didn't call Travis. Well, Travis hates your grandma, but well, does he hate you? Well, he probably. Well, why are you asking him to get groceries for grandma then if you think, well, he should just do that. Okay, so there's obviously something missing in this puzzle. We have a few pieces <laughs> that are that are missing. And all, quite honestly, they're, they're pretty foundational pieces. Um, in the end, we, my uncle and I ended up having this story so many times over too many bottles of wine that subconsciously something must have suck, sunk in because I said, look, if you want a relationship, actually my, my wonderful husband had the conversation the day of the concert and said, like, if you want to have a relationship with this person, you have to let it go and just start from today. You have to just be here present and not bring in the past. And it worked. It was amazing. Everybody kept their ego in check. Um, nobody got overly drunk, which definitely helps, but there was still alcohol involved and it, it went, it went really, really well. And now there's relationships and now there's an element to family. It doesn't mean we all see eye to eye. In fact, I poked the bear at one point and wanted to ask my mom and ask my mom like about freedom because in the end I go, What's to, I, I wanted to know, like, do you, do you really want to live in a communist society. And to me, I mean, I had to, I don't necessarily speak, as you can tell in this podcast, in logical sequences, A, B, C, D, E, I jump. I, I, I jump from A to D really fast. I jump from D to Z way too fast in my head. So I have to work in my communication skills to, to go, okay, well, maybe my brain seeing A, N, S, W, whatever. I, maybe I'm seeing that, but I have to be able to have a conversation with most people, especially if they're SI dominant, to go one one step and then the other in a very slow way. And so to me, when my mom last year, I had spit out the entire agenda of what, what they're trying to play out. And, and, and all she heard 
was the word, was the five letter word Trump. And now just hearing the word Trump triggers so much anger and you can just see it all over the visceral effect of the body language. There's like this huge trigger in just that man's word, uh, name. And so because of that, she's on the side that like, well, I have to vote for anyone but him. I have to stand for anything but what he stands for. And the hard thing for me way back in last April was that I said, but mom, you know, my mom taught me a couple things. She didn't teach, I feel like she didn't teach me that many things, but she taught me two things that were extremely powerful that I, that I um, am proud that they kind of define me today. One of that is always ask. The worst they can say is no. So I always ask. Even if I walk into a store without a mask, I can ask. Can I talk to a manager? Why is your policy? Are you saying there's absolutely no way you want my business? That's fine. I use it for lots of different things. What's the worst they can say? No. That and inadvertently, she didn't, she never told me like necessarily you have to have hard work ethic, but she complained all the time about welfare. Like this was something that just always came out of her mouth was uh, she watched the news a lot and like it was it was always to the extent of anything but welfare state, anything but welfare. Or if something went wrong in her life, she blamed it on people on welfare. Well, it's because those people on welfare. And she couldn't connect the dots that bringing in a different a different uh, president was truly bringing in a welfare state, that there wants to be a socialist system. She could not connect welfare with socialism, nor connect connect socialism with communism. And I might, you might be listening and be like, whoa, whoa, Robin, no way. It's totally different. I don't know. We'll see if it goes that far. I personally can see how it's connected and how easy they're, how, how quickly it's, it's going to be implemented if certain things aren't stopped. So to my mom, I'm like, mom, you said, always question that or the worst is they can say is no and welfare is welfare is bad how can you want this other thing like with this other system they want to get everybody on unemployment they're promoting that they don't want people to be self-sufficient they want businesses close and she again the visceral effect she couldn't say nope nope i don't care just anything but trump and then i go mom don't you think that there's probably a higher power manipulating this through propaganda to make you think that like, and then I tried to go into Zionism and, and um, some of the Marxist books that came out that were, that specifically said how they wanted to bring in a leader to, to divide people. And it didn't get, it didn't go that far, but it did go far enough to be like, for say, I'm like, don't you think there's some subconscious programming at work here? that something's being triggered by look at the reaction you're having. She, yes. She said, yes. I'm like, awesome. I'm so happy. Like, that's enough. As long as we recognize that there is something being manipulated in our subconscious that's causing these reactions, that's, that's awesome. That's the first step. That's all we really need is to, is to let our ego down enough to know that like, hey, there's probably something at work beyond our five senses beyond what we are looking at, what we are telling ourselves, what we're hearing, what we're touching. 
there is something bigger at work here. And if we recognize that, then we probably can practice more forgiveness. We can be a little bit more open-minded. We can love ourselves a little bit better, a little deeper. And so to me, I think that was like a huge win, huge win. I don't know if, um, uh, if it'll carry forward. I know it takes a lot of energy on my part though. So I have to practice a ton of self-care. I have to uh, do extra journaling, extra meditating. Well, not extra meditating. I just can't really skip my meditation uh, because then it'll put me in a space where um, it's just too much. Honestly, the biggest one is I have to not overextend myself. I have to set boundaries um, in, in how I'm giving my time so that when I'm in these interactions, I have reserves to draw upon so that I don't get triggered and that I can stay level-headed and so I can walk away when I need to walk away or so I can make sure that what's coming out of my throat chakra is is with assertion and compassion. Um, so pretty exciting week for me. I hope that helped. It was, um, it, it really can make a difference, I think. And We'll be talking about it more on the app. We launched our app. It's up. It's live. Quite honestly, I um, am uh, excited, but at the same time trying to figure out, because I just messed up today. We're supposed to be doing our first talk with Victor and I, and I just told you this long story of how we are on a dirt road and couldn't find a campground. And guess what? There's no cell service here. So my live event is uh, that Victor and I were going to do. We're going to have to do tomorrow. And we're going to talk about how we can help you and like truly, truly how we can help you. Not that you have to take the help, not that we can help everyone, but I think we have so much to give, so much to offer, uh, so many different angles to come at this. So anyways, I messed up because now I have to figure out how to navigate. I I wanted to overextend myself with doing a live every day and I realized I don't have self-service every day. So I failed on that one. I apologize. Uh, but like forgiveness, forgiving myself really quick because it's out of my control. I'm here in the forest. We're about to go do some epic hike that we've been wanting to do. I don't think it's epic, but it's going to be a great hike. We've been wanting to do this hike for a while. It's in a beautiful location. And I finally have a truck to finish the because lo- it's still another seven miles down a washboard road to get there. So love you guys. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. You're amazing. And as always, I love feedback. If you can tell me what you want to hear more of, that would be awesome. I hope you're joining me on the app and we get to connect deeper there. Have a great weekend.